Blog Talk Radio.
Good afternoon to all of our listeners. You are listening to Global Gospel. It must have been Jesus that watched over us all night long. How many of you know that on today? It is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's mercy towards us. We want you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and to you. We want you to sign on uh, to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Uh, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Our call-in number is Studio 619-924-0800. We want you to connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We are on Tumblr. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to our episode. We want you, we thank God for our sponsors, MPT Enterprise, Amaris Organics, Grandma Edda's Quilting, Melanated Beards, Third Lounge, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. Shout out to New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, the Carolinas, California, Michigan, Illinois, Canada, Mexico, Colombia, Cameroon, uh, Kenya, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Portugal, Jamaica, West Indies, France, Spain, Poland, Germany. Thank God for you, you and you that thought it not robbery to share in the global gospel experience. And you, as you know, I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time sharing with you the gospel and the good news. Shout out to our family. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family the Thompson family, the Hernandez family, the Wiggins family, the Brixton family, the Robinson family, the Stevenson family, the Furman family, the Davis family, the Allen family, the Jones family, the Bradley family, the Washington family, the Hartley family, the Bigby family, the Odom family, the Carter family, the Locke family, the Bridell family, the Brown family, the Watson family, the Latham family, the Green family, the Wilson family, the McCoys, the Walkers, the Fells, the Coxes, the Bowers, the Daniels, thank God for you, you, and for you. It is certainly a blessing to share with you on today. And we want you to stay tuned because we do have a message lined up. For those of you that have joined Global Gospel for the first time, we want you to know that our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, and it says, "In who, uh, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. And so today we came to share with you the gospel, which is the good news and glad tidings of Jesus Christ. The gospel is comprehensive, is there to meet every need in your life. If you have a financial need, if you have a spiritual need, if you have an emotional need, if you have a, a healing need, the gospel is there for you. If you're down and out, if you're oppressed, if you're suicidal, the gospel is here to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, and to set you free. For the gospel tells of the life, the uh, the the, uh, the crucifixion, the burial, the death, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so the gospel is here today, global gospel. 
And so at this time, we are going to go to uh, break. We are going to play another selection. And we all know that we are in the Thanksgiving season. And after that, we will share with you a message. Uh, the message, as you can read the title, says enough is enough. And certainly we want you to uh, stay tuned for that. But we are in the Thanksgiving season. We want you to listen in and give thanks. Sometimes it rains in the midst of your parade. And the hard times come after you had a great day. For with every test, there's a time and a season. And with every trial, perfect reason. Sometimes you're hurting, yeah. Let the pain deep within. Seem like the more you pray, that things just won't ever end, no. Just have faith and When you're weak, say I'm strong. But this is a part of life's journey, the faith and prayer Saturday afternoon 
You can find us in the book of 1 Kings chapter 19 beginning at the first verse. 1 Kings 19 beginning at the first verse. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me and more also. If I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die. And he said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life. For I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat. Because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you for your word. For your words, they are spirit and they are life. Your word will not return unto you void. And we pray today that someone is touched, healed, saved, delivered, and set free. This is our prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. On this Saturday afternoon, I briefly want to talk about enough is enough. And many of us have heard that term, enough is enough. And usually for me, I can recall that enough is enough is a phrase that was usually uh, used or administered by my mother preceding disciplinary actions, usually physical disciplinary actions. And so uh, I'm very familiar with that, and you've heard it too. And then my mother proceeds to say, listen, enough is enough, and too much is good for nothing. And certainly we are in a season of life where it seems that enough is enough. Enough heartaches, enough trials, enough tribulations, enough mass shootings, uh, enough in this season. And we know that the holiday season, for some it is a joyous occasion, and for others it brings death, it brings memories of those that we lost. And certainly uh, they have enough of it, they just want it to be over. And so we want to encourage you on today that uh, though you may be in a season of enough is enough, God still has a purpose and plan for your life. And so that's why I like the scripture today uh, from 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4. We can zoom in on 19 and 4. It says, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat under a juniper tree and requested for himself that he might die and said, it is enough now, O Lord. Take away my life, for I am not better than my father. It is enough. But uh, we, he wanted to die. But God's word declares that we shall not die, 
but live and declare the works of the Lord. We can relate or attest to a time when fear seemed to have controlled our lives and our very existence, a time when fear gripped our hearts, fear gripped our minds, fear clouded our thoughts. And will you be honest and admit, admit with me today that I was, yes, I was scared. Yes, I was afraid. Yes, I felt lonely. Yes, I was fearful. I was too fearful and too scared to even pray. Uh, when I went to pray, I couldn't get the words out. When I went to pray, I just couldn't get in the mood. I didn't think it would even matter if I prayed. I didn't think God would hear my prayers. I didn't think God would answer my prayers. As a matter of fact, uh, fear had taken over my whole life. I can remember uh, just recently the events of two, two years ago as we dealt with the pan, uh, pandemic where all of us were on edge. It was a time uh, that I literally, me personally, hated to hear the phone ring. And I can admit that there were times that I still hate to hear the phone ring because I do not know what message or news lies on the other end. And I know you say hate is a strong word, but listen, we just keeping it real. And so the Bible says, uh, the Bible, Jesus says in Luke chapter 21 and 26, that before the son of man came, comes again, one of the signs would be men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And if you check it out in the Greek, it literally means to breathe out the soul, to naturally die, to give up the ghost, for the spirit to leave the body. Can I submit to you today that mankind has a heart problem? Mankind, humanity is suffering from heart failure. Fear, false evidence appearing real is the acronym. Acronym. It has gripped our hearts, our minds, our souls, our spirits, our existence. And can I share with you that over in Matthew, the Bible says that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. We are living in a loveless and a godless society. It is because of the lack of love that will allow uh, men to go into buildings, into churches and synagogues and supermarkets and shopping centers and schools and dormitories to open fire and to shoot and to kill and to steal and to rob and to murder and to rape. And so if, if you want to know the root cause of all of this violence and murder and of habits and addictions and lies and deceit and jealousy and envy and strife, it is because the heart has failed. But I know someone who can make the stony heart flesh. I know someone that can make all things new. I know someone, I believe Jeremiah said it best, that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked above all things. And so the heart can either inflict fear or it can fall prey to fear. And can I tell you another thing about fear? A few days ago, I was listening to Pastor Bill Winston, and he put it like this. People are afraid to die so they don't live. How many things in life have kept you from living? How many opportunities did you turn down for the fear of failure? And so I came to serve notice on the spirit of fear and to let the devil know that Paul tells Timothy, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, 
love, and a sound mind. Today, we've got to walk with power. We've got to walk with love, and we've got to be of a sound mind. Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. We've got to have a sound mind. We've got to have peace in the mind. For the Bible says that the peace of God passes all understanding. Do you have the peace of God in your life? Is it in your mind? Is it dwelling in you? He said he keep your mind in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. I believe the United Negro College Fund said that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. So don't waste your mind on unpeaceful thoughts and actions. Uh, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And I could still stay with that all day, but I must do justice to the text. The text introduces us to a Tishbite by the name of Elijah, a prophet. Elijah's name means God is Yahweh, the self-existing God, the I am that I am. And there's a lot to be said about Elijah, but at the time, here we see Elijah on the hills of standing on Mount Carmel. We see Elijah that he prophesied that there would, be, there would be no rain. He came back and prophesied that the rain was coming. He was a trooper. He wasn't a false prophet. But if he said it, you could take it to the bank. And we saw him stop by the house of a widow, and he filled the widow's house with food. We saw him pray and bring back life to a young boy. He had a duel on Mount Carmel with the prophets of Baal. And when he was done calling on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, fire fell and slew the prophets of Baal. We're talking about a real prophet here. And now a wicked woman by the name of Queen, she was a queen by the name of Jezebel, uh, who had uh, Ahab, King Ahab could not control his wife, his queen, uh, sends a messenger. She didn't do it herself. She sent a messenger. Don't do the devil's dirty work. Don't even be the messenger of Satan. Uh, he sends a message to, she sends a message to tell Elijah that she was going to take his life. And so now Elijah expects death to come his way. He was a prophet. He was hearing from God, but he accepted the word of uh, the uh, messenger of Satan that came to buffet him. So he, he fears what is expected. He fears that his expected death, not only uh, not necessarily death, but he was going to be murdered at the hands of the queen. And so because of fear, not fear of death, but fear of how he would die, he now becomes fearful to continue to live. And what does he do? He goes into the wilderness. And I think we've all had a wilderness experience. For they that live godly will suffer persecution. There's no way around it. And so I submit to you that in this day, this hour, this season, uh, that death seems to hover around us. Uh, suicide is around us, homicide is around us, genocide is around us, uh, sickness and disease. Uh, we know it comes naturally. Pandemics are around us, biochemical warfare. Uh, it is a part of our day, but certainly we don't have to accept it because death shows up in all those uh, ways. I was talking to someone 
and I explained to them uh, uh, they were talking to me about a situation that they were going through, and they said that um, no, I've I've never been suicidal. I haven't wanted to take my own life, but I've been homicidal. I wanted to take the life of someone else. And many of us have never wanted to kill ourselves, to be honest, but we wanted in anger and rage and fear, but we wanted to kill someone else. And we know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so don't be used by the enemy. For your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And uh, Jesus told Peter, I prayed for you that your faith fail you not. And so know today that the Lord Jesus Christ is praying for you that you don't fall into temptation. And we've made a taboo about suicide. Uh, so we shame people into even being able to express uh, how they feel about taking their life and wanting their life to uh, end. Uh, but we need to talk about these things. And we've, uh, we've seen doctors, lawyers, nurses, even pastors, and young people, children take their life because of fear in their life. And so we have to uh, speak to the spirit of homicide, suicide, and, and, and genocide and say, listen, you can't live here. You abide with me no more. And so we decree and declare that we shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Tell how good God has been, that he healed you, that he saved you, that he brought you up even from a horrible pit, that he brought you out the miry clay, that he placed your feet on a rock to stay, that no matter what it looks like, no matter how I feel, no matter what I lost, I believe God. I believe that I'll prosper and be in health even as my soul prospers because that is God's word. I believe that he, uh, though he slay me, Job said, yet will I trust him. I believe uh, the scripture says I had fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe that I'll be fat and flourishing in old age. I proclaim God's word that I was young and now I'm old, yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken and will never see the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. But let me tell you, Elijah he heard of this, his impending homicide, and we say it was a suicidal state that Elijah was in, but he didn't attempt to take his life. He asked God to take it. And so there's a thin line there when it comes to a reading and studying and interpreting the scriptures. Um, and we have to understand that this age that we're in, we have to be careful not to adopt the spirit of the age, the spirit of the world. And so all the all the world is talking about was talking about this political season was my body, my choice. They were talking about uh, abortion and women's right. And but the truth of the matter is, something is legal, people will do it. If something is illegal, people will do it. And so uh, politicians or laws never stop anybody or anything. But the spirit behind it is my body my choice. And so we missed it and the, the church missed it and God's people missed it because we were following after what the politicians were saying. And so uh, we have to look at the spirit of homicide, homicide, I kill you. Look at suicide, 
I kill myself. Look at genocide. It kills a group of people, a nation of people, a, 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 a particular religious group. And so death was out there. And so we have to understand, listen, death is out there, but we've got to be mindful of what is going on in the play on words and in the political arena. So death uh, got after Elijah and that spirit of my body, my choice entered in to Elijah is my body so God I want you to take my life and so all things are lawful but they're not expedient and certainly you have no right to tell God when to start life or end life but um, I promise I'm going to leave that alone God's word is true and God's word says touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm God's word is always right And God's word says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises in judgment shall be condemned for this is the heritage of them that love the Lord. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And so you've got to know what belongs to you because we're heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Elijah now sits under this juniper tree or this broom tree And it was not uncommon to be found in the wilderness or in the desert. It provided shelter and shade by day and by night. It protected Elijah from the elements. It even said that this type of bush even keeps away poisonous animals. And so what happens to Elijah here under the juniper tree? The first thing we see, we see God as a protector. God makes provision in your state of desperation, in your state of despair, in this, this state of loneliness, when you're down and out, when you're broke, busted, and disgusted, when you're oppressed and when you're depressed. God is a protector. In your state of fearful expectation, God gives you shelter. He keeps back the poisonous people. He keeps back the poisonous places and things. And so never mind that Satan is on your track. Never mind that hellhounds are behind you because he is my protector. He's my source. He's my, does anybody know that he will keep you from dangers seen and unseen? He will rebuke the devourer. He is God all by himself. No one can outrun God. The old school said that he is so high, you can't get over him. He's so low, you can't get under him. He's so wide, you can't get around him. He is omnipresent God. He is omnipotent God. He's omniscient God. He's all wise. He's all seeing. He's all knowing. He's all powerful. The psalm writer said, whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the othermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Not only did he provide shelter, but Elijah went to sleep. And how many people know that depression is real? It will make you fall asleep in life. It was not enough that God was a protector. He now reveals himself as provision. He's a provider. He's Jehovah 
Jaira, depression is real. It will allow you to overeat. Depression will allow you to undereat. But know that an angel touched Elijah. He touched him and said, get up and eat. And he ate bread and drank water. Elijah, he went back to sleep. The angel woke him back up. Elijah, you have to eat and drink. So never miss God's opportunity to feed you naturally or spiritually. Never miss the God that sustains you. Never miss the God that is all in all, for he is life, and you must eat to live naturally and spiritually. People of God, feast on the word, for God's word is spirit and life. His word is a lamp unto my feet, and it is a light unto my path. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He told Ezekiel, eat the scroll and speak to the people. In God's provision, he's preparing you for a great journey. So don't miss the sleeping and waking opportunities in life. You have places to go and people to see and things to do. You have to continue to cry loud and spare not. You have to tell others about the love of Jesus. Tell them that he heals, he delivers, he saves, and he sets free. In your state of loneliness, God is providing your escape. And finally, if you were to read on about Elijah, you would find that his fearful expectation led him to, cha- led him to change his perspective on life. And so today, God wants to change your perspective, for the enemy is not going to kill you, but your journey is going to take you to your next destination. For he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you, thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. So you've got to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets you and run the race with patience. There's people holding you down. There's things holding you down. There's addictions holding you down. There's habits holding you down. There's filthy lucre holding you down. But change your perspective. God is not trying to kill you, so don't try to kill yourself. Don't sabotage your blessing. Don't undermine your own operation. Never mind the Jezebels in your life. They will come and go. Never mind the Ahab in your life. They will come and go. You see, Elijah, he got to talking to God. And God told him, listen, I want you to go stand on the mountain. And what happened when he stood on the mountain? The earthquake, the wind came, the fire came. He had an encounter with the elements. He had had an encounter with earth, wind, and fire. And earth, wind, and fire weren't singing September. They weren't singing after the love is gone. But God was not in the elements, but he moved through him. And sometimes we need to focus on the creator and not his creation. So your perspective sometimes in life can get messed up because everybody is busy talking about the universe and wondering what the universe has next for you. But God created the universe. And so Elijah the prophet heard a still small voice. He found out that he was not alone. 
he found out that God has 7,000 that had not bowed to Baal. And so as I conclude this message, know that God is a protector. For in time of trouble, he shall hide me in his tabernacle. In the secret of his pavilion shall he hide me. God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in time of trouble. He that dwelleth in the secret place, you got to quote the scripture, you got to hide the scripture in your heart, shall of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. God, he provides. He makes ways in the desert. He provided us a lamb. Behold the lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. He sends Jesus to die for us. He sends Jesus to shed his blood for us. He sends Jesus to go to Calvary, to take away the sting of death, to bring resurrection power. My God, yes, he will. He will provide. Jesus changes my perspective. How will I know this? All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Elijah, bread and water, but we have Jesus. And what does Jesus say? He says, I am the bread of life. You need bread today. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. He says to the woman at the well, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But know today he's water. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. I can't speak for you, but he's a well of water in my soul springing up, springing up into everlasting life. Not only is he bread and water, but he is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So we declare to homicide, suicide, and genocide, you cannot live with us. Enough is enough because Christ died that we might live. Christ went to Calvary that we might live. And so today, no matter what's going on in your life, I recommend to you Jesus because there is none like him. You can search all over and you'll find that there is not another like Jesus. I recommend Jesus for all your needs. Stay tuned. And be-
Solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Well, we uh, thank you for joining this episode of Global Gospel, Enough is Enough. We trust that you have had a joyous, delightful uh, Thanksgiving season, and maybe you didn't have what you want, but we thank God for what we do have, and certainly it can always be worse um, in everything. Give thanks. So we have to thank God uh, no matter what the season presents us with. Uh, for those of you that perhaps missed any part of this episode, we want you to know that all of our shows are archives. You can listen on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play any time of day or night, or you can listen right here on Block Talk Radio, www.blocktalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel and remember we're here live every saturday from 1 p.m until 2 p.m eastern standard time our call in number 619-924-0800 for those that choose to call in or those that just want to shout us out uh certainly we have come to the conclusion of this episode and we share today uh the story of elijah enough is enough first kings chapter 19 verses 1 through 8 and we zoomed in on verse 4 it is enough now O lord take my life for i'm not better than my father's and so sometimes uh, we feel like we can't bear it but certainly god is there he sees all he knows all the eyes of the lord are in every place beholding the good and the evil Uh, so as we conclude this episode we're going to close with prayer and certainly want you to listen to our closing song certainly we share today uh, we started out with doc mckenzie must have been jesus Uh, we heard a little from pastor marvin thanks give thanks Uh, we heard from the canton spirituals i recommend jesus and certainly we're going to close with kirk franklin my life my love My all-gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you again for all that you have done today. We thank you for everyone listening, everyone that hears the message on today. God, we pray that you meet every need, that you bind the enemy on every hand that came to steal, to kill, and destroy, that you lose your blessings, your favor, your prosperity, your anointing among your people, encourage the down and out. Encourage the suicidal, encourage the oppressed, God. Set the captives free in the name of Jesus, God. We know that you can do all things but fail. We thank you for your word, for your word says that by your stripes we are healed. You're able to do exceedingly, 
abundantly above all we can ask or think according to your power that works within us, God. We thank you today. We praise you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for the gift of life today, for the gift of eternal life, for the right to the tree of life. We thank you for the leading, the guiding, and the towering of the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are all in all, that there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God in us all, through us all, and above us all. And so a God like you, we praise you for the rest of our life. We thank you, we knowing that you hear our cry, that you hear our call. We thank you that uh, everyone, wherever they may be on today, that you know their prayer requests today. You even know their unspoken requests. You know the matters of their heart. God, you see their tears. You see their sorrow, their hurt, and their pain. And God, we ask that you heal today, deliver, save, encourage, and set free. Let the words of my mouth be acceptable unto you, God. We thank you and we declare it is done because we ask believing that no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk upright. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. My life, my love, my all. God bless you, listeners, until we meet again next week, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Global Gospel. Your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend.
Jesus, I surrender. I give you. And Jesus, I give you. And I give you. And when? And paradise. When I see your face. When you call for me, Father. You'll wipe every tear, Father. And this is what he'll say. Jesus, you are. Jesus, you are. 